She grew up knowing one thing. She was trash. I love trash. What can I say? Welcome to I Love Trash, the podcast that celebrates and eviscerates your favorite trash content. I'm your host, Marie Maloney, and with me, I have one of my good friends. Uh, He's a Chicago improviser. He now is an L.A. actor and improviser. Please welcome to the pod, Stephen Kropa. No, I didn't know. I was like... Do I say my own name? Yes, it's me. Oh, no. I, I... <laughs> Dramatic pro- pause, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just for the, the drama. Uh, today, we are watching, or we watched, in the spirit of it being February and Valentine's Day is upon us, uh, we watched Modern Love on Amazon Prime. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> do off, I have some Everybody just went. What? Yeah. What is Modern Love? Why have I not heard of this show? It premiered a year ago. It premiered a year ago. It came and went. Yes. Uh, Without in, my fanfare. In that span of time. In the amount of time <laughs> it takes me to say that. That's how quickly it came. Yeah. And I was hyped for it. Let me tell you. I was hyped. <laughs> it must be said that this is based upon, inspired by, loosely... <laughs> The New York Times uh, Modern Love column section, if you will. Yes. <laughs> but now, I I'm... feel like they they were super loose <laughs> with some of it. I have such, I mean, it's a podcast as well, and I'm, I'm a subscriber to that podcast. I listen to that. Yeah. And... I mean, I, so I don't listen to the podcast, but I read a lot of the Modern Love stories, and they're mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Which... <laughs> You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't, I can't quite ascribe that attribute to this show. <laughs> I don't. Uh, there's okay, yeah. there's okay highs and there's low lows. Do you, would you agree? <laughs> I, I have a high and then everything else is like, I ranked them and I was like, here's number one. And then everything else is tied for eighth. Because uh, there's eight episodes. And... I just, well, what did you have back? Do you want to go in the background or what is your, what's your. I figured what, we what would just go like episode by episode. I well, mean, let's, I... let me give you a little bit of context for, and for your listeners. Oh, uh, Cause really? you know this about me. Yeah. This, this, this would, this is my dream show. Something like this, an anthology series about people in love. It's my fate. My favorite genre of film is people who are in love yelling at each other. That's yeah, why I love Marriage Story so much. Like, it should be. <laughs> I'm so in the pocket. I love John Carney, who created this show. I love Sing Street. I love, you know, Once. Sing I even Street love and Once, yes. Begin Again, I even love. And that's not good. Uh, but so I should be in the po- I should be salivating <laughs> every episode. Yeah. And I'm just not. I'm dry <laughs> as a bone. Dry. Literally everywhere. Bone. Dry, <laughs> bone dry. My mouth? No, let me take a. I got to take a sip of water because it's dry. Yeah. Um. So I. I guess we'll just jump into the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So this episode stars Kristen Malati oh, and uh, Big Crush. Yes, the biggest eyes. The in biggest the world. eyes. She. Tim Burton's big eyes. Even. Yes. And. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's the mother from How I Met Your Mother. If you've yes. seen that. 
Yes. Uh, Palm Springs. Big, big fan of Palm Springs. Huge fan of Palm Springs. Yes. Palm Springs. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In this. So I'm going to kind of give the synopsis and then we can kind of right. like from there, we can feel free to talk about it. So um, she, she's a single gal. She's dating. She's on the apps and oopsie doopsies. She gets pregnant. And um, there's kind of a she lives in a um, a apartment building condo building i don't know with a doorman and she like has this uh this weird (laughs) kind of too much relationship with him uh but it ends up being a very sweet friendship but you know he like supports her decision to keep the baby and he like helps her watch the baby and that's that's the crux of the story um yeah (laughs) All right, so yeah, that's saying it like that sounds great. What it really is is this weird code codependent dynamic of this doorman who basically stalks this woman who lives in his building yes. and uh, is very very invested in her love life. I mean, he's trying, he is protective, but like, what's his deal? He has like nothing else going on in his life. It's very very very. It's it's very charming in the moment of it. This is my favorite episode of the whole series. And this is the one that I was like, I'm on board. We're here. This is cutesy. This is a little bit, you know, not real life New York. This is great. Let's do this. Uh, but it's odd. I'll tell you well, that. <laughs> in a lot of these, <laughs> like you have the first few scenes and then you're you're like, are these people with an inner, like a relationship where they shouldn't be fucking gonna fuck <laughs> like, like the, yes, yes. you're like does guzmin want to fuck <laughs> kristen yeah. malani like yeah. what's going on uh it's just it's just weird it's it is a little creepy it's inappropriate uh and it's and also i over over the whole series this show is hammering that like that stupid cliche where it's like New York City is also a character. One hundred percent. And by doing that, I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No. Um, she bikes. No she one. Bikes. She, she bikes and she bikes freely, and like that's not how you bike in New York. Let me tell you. <laughs> a lot of not real life biking. There is. I just honestly, as I said, she biked. I was like, oh, there's more biking scenes coming up. Right. And you're from New Jersey. So, so I've been to New York City, but like you would know much better than I that like this is not the way people in New York behave. The the fact that people didn't, the fact that nobody was cursing anybody out at all. uh, And there's very little trash. There's very little trash. (laughs) You didn't get that urine smell. No one's, no one, there's no, uh, actually, I don't even know what, here's the other thing. I don't know when this takes, when this is supposed to take place. Okay. There's one modern reference in an episode that we'll get later, get to later, but everything else is kind of, I don't, sometime after 2015, I assume. It's, I don't know when in New York. I mean, it's, but the modern (laughs) in modern love just means now ish. (laughs) <laughs> you <Right>. know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, uh the this episode, like, uh Kristen Mwani ends up having the baby. Uh Guzm- again, very oh, weirdly. She, she's she's going out with these guys. And the guy and Guzma Guzma not is it Guzma what is his name? Guzmin. Guzmin. 
Guzmin is like giving her the side eye. It's like, he's not right for you. No, no, no. And she's like, you don't know anything about him. How can you make this judgment call? There's no way you could know anything about him. You don't know what's right for me. And he's like, I'm just saying, I don't think he's right. He's the one. He's the one for you. Uh, and then she gets, after a one night stand, gets knocked pregnant. up. Yeah. Knocked up. Uh, and then the guy is just like, now here, here's the thing. You probably have more experience than I do with this, but that guy, big time doofus, jerk. <laughs> big time, <laughs> big time doofus. The father of her child, not father Guzmin. Of her child, not Guzmin. But you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't call Guzmina doofus, but yeah, the father of her child is a big time doofus. Yeah. Although great British accent. <laughs> great British accent. Very hot man. But she is like, I if you want to be involved, you can. And he's like, oh, nah. Nah. <laughs> like, no, thanks. <laughs> Seems like you Which, got it. Like, yeah. What wow. a dumb, what a dumb way to put it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to put it to this guy. Uh, and also, I mean, it's just kind of. It, I, I hate in I hate in movies where there it's like I either change my whole life and have a kid or get an abortion. And it's like I, do do movies live in a world where there isn't the pill? <laughs> like right. What's well, she didn't. I mean, who knows? <laughs> or yeah, know maybe it was too late when she found out. I don't know. Right. It's just I think it's she, just all I think silly. she just was working. I don't know what her job is either. But I she think... reads. She reads. Oh, right. She reads. She reads. I forgot. <laughs> Big I forgot. reader. <laughs> she reads. She reader. reads. Yep. I for... and... How could I forget the montage of her sitting? Reading. And reading. <laughs> different places. Thrilling. How about, how about the time when Guzmine looks at one of her love interests and it's a sniper scope? What the hell is that? Yeah, that's another thing that comes up in a lot of these episodes. There's weird narrative, narrative or uh, or um, like image choices that they make that have nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Uh, and so, like, it would be one thing if like you made him like the Terminator and he kept showing up, and that would be that would be a fun way to represent this. But he's been presented as just like kind of a normal, maybe a little bit nosy guy, and in that moment, you're like, wait a minute. Is this is it Cyberdyne? What's happening here? What's going right. on? Right. And they mentioned um I can't remember what uh country they mentioned he's from. I think it's like it's like a eastern block ish yes. area. Um that like he like left during a civil war. Um so like they mentioned that, you know, he like was a sniper, but it's just like so odd to go from a normal shot to right. someone in a sniper scope. Right, like out of nowhere. What I'm thinking about after that is what war crimes did he commit that he's running away from? <laughs> right, and he's just like, yeah, I'm cool as a doorman. Yeah, you're no like, big deal. Okay, I guess you like the uniform, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, uh, and then I mean, I don't, I don't have very many more notes about this. Just like, well, she she moves away briefly and then comes back, and he's well, that's like, the pole of New York. She leaves for L.A. Oh, she, traitor. She's like, I don't traitor. I don't know what to do. She leaves and then she comes back. And then there's a little twist in every episode. So I think we should cover each little twist. So this twist is she comes back with her now older daughter. Mm-hmm. And has a man in tow. And she's mm-hmm. like, it's very important that you meet him. And he meets him. And Guzmin goes, he's he's the one. He's the right one. And she's like, how do you? How, he didn't say anything. How do you know? And he goes, I was never looking 
at them. I was always looking at you. At your eyes. At your eyes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's half her head. What else are you going to look at? <laughs> yes. Her eyes are the largest part of her body. So, yeah, of course, so, you're looking at those. Yeah. But also, like, okay, dad. <laughs> and then, yes, then you show his doorman, like, desk or whatever and the, and the ultrasound is there from her daughter yeah so she is, uh, ultrasound pick early on in them yeah all yeah. these things yes quibbles i do love it it makes this makes me feel great i love this kind of stuff a little schmaltzy don't care she's in an episode of there's a show on uh apple tv plus called mythic quest and i don't know if you've seen that but she has an episode on there that's like kind of like a side episode it's her and jake johnson that also oh. does like they fall in love and they build like a gaming company together. And it's like their whole relationship and it's masterful. And it just made me go, I should just watch that episode again instead of this episode. <laughs> yeah. That'll give you the same, what that'll give yeah. you the feeling you actually want to achieve by yes, watching yes, yes. like, a, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So after that, it's episode two. Um, you know, they don't break stride there. They go from one to two. They go from one to two. No uh, this stars Dev Patel, Catherine Keener, and a later on appearance by Andy Garcia. Yes. Um, yeah. In the like synopsis of this one is Dev Patel is a um, dating app creator, CEO, uh, and Catherine Keener is a journalist interviewing him. And she does like the basic questions, but then she's like, have you ever been in love before? And he's like, what how much time you got <laughs> how much time you got and then they like get into his like previous love story which leads to her like lost love story right and in the end dev finds the girl emma that he like thanks to the behind. article thanks to the article thanks to the article that Catherine wrote yes you're right. right uh and they meet up at the zoo Right in front of the gr- the gorilla. We gotta break this. There's two. <laughs> we gotta break them both. Half. This is like two mini episodes because I gotta right, talk yes. about both. Of them. Uh, but yeah, she he gets back with his uh, former love, and then she. I can't remember if she says this is. Oh, she says this is over. This is done with her husband. Like she yes, she divorces her husband. Right. So, what do you want? You want to do Dev first? You want to do Captain? Yeah, first? let's do Dev okay. and. Uh, I, I don't know the actress's name that plays his love interest. Nor I. We'll I don't think him, it matters. We'll just call her Emma. That's is that the character's name? Or yeah, the character's name is Emma. Like, it's a white woman. That's fine. That's probably yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they have a little. They have a meet cute at uh, a job interview, uh, and I think then they just move in together right after that. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> they go on a date to the. Oh zero. right! I forgot. They go on one. Yes, they go on a date. <laughs> to a zoo and they do this thing that is so frustrating to watch especially as like you and i improvisers or any performer uh who does kind of off the cuff witty stuff uh they do this cute like they're looking at the leopards and they're doing this thing where like you might do with your partner or whatever like make the voices for the animals Mm -hmm. but it's the dumbest fucking thing (laughs) I've ever it's not correct it's like somebody it's like got put through a translator and then translated back into English it's not you know, clever it like. like it doesn't feel fresh like it's they like, there's a, there's a leopard there it. and they're like oh I uh I'm walking over here and I'm gonna it's just like very like there's not, 
nothing. Like they memorized those lines from the script. Like they, right. <laughs> you right. know, there's like, no, they did, there's, there's no, no life spontan- in them. spontaneity to it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I agree. And that, but hey, things have been relationships have built been built on uh, unless you know, unless <laughs> I'm I'm embarrassed to say that. Honestly, like 80% of my notes, not only just for this episode, but for this whole thing, is just like mm-hmm. talking about people's hotness. That's fine. Like, and also, I mean, I, I've been, you know, quarantined. I live alone. So hey. I think the, the horn factor is super high in my life. Look, but if, like, if there's anything I can give this show, <laughs> is a high horn factor rating. Yes, it's very horny. Like, yeah. Dev... When he first oh shows God. up, he's in like this beautiful crisp suit and his hair is like just oh, he's just so hot. And then Andy Garcia shows up and I'm like, he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. No, he's Dev is very hot in this and he's just like the which is so annoying because nobody in tech looks like that. No. You know? nobody, no, they don't. Nobody, no, they don't. <laughs> It's like if Zuckerberg looked like that, yeah, I'd be fine with him. Like you know, everything he did on Facebook, that's okay <laughs> if you look like that. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't, and they, nobody does. So their couple, they break up because she goes home and she sleeps with an ex of hers once. Yes, one and time. Does, and she does that thing, that classic thing of like, but what it, it taught me that I what who I really want to be with is you. Uh, lazy true. writing lazy <laughs> writing and there's no discussion he literally packs his laptop yes and i think not that's even it. yeah just, it's just like you fuck someone else i'm done yeah, like i'm yeah. gone uh right. which i don't know that's just i mean i guess maybe some people are like that but it just it doesn't it just rings so false it's like it oh we're doing this because the story Especially needs if us it was to do somebody this. you like lived with and like right. had been with like I could see that if it was like you were on your fifth date or whatever like hey I slipped up or whatever but uh, yeah you live that. with this but person you, live you with have person. you're built you're building a life with this person right uh, yeah maybe have a and also like chat I, <laughs> I don't know. think anyone can argue like I'm pro cheating <laughs> like no. certainly not me um but also it's like at the same time it's like okay well maybe let's have a conversation yeah like, like let's not just like, you know, cut, like, call the whole thing off, like, in a moment. Yeah, I don't she know. Didn't, she didn't say tomato. Like, it's fine. You know, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't say tomato. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, and then what, and then, and then they do that thing where they start dating other people and they yeah. walk past each other in New York. Yeah. And they're like, oh. and they do that over the shoulder look. To see each other with who they're with. I didn't mark. I meant to. I meant. I might have mentally noted it, but didn't physically note it. But their their new partners didn't look like them. So it wasn't like they were dating avid like doppelgangers of them. No, um, no, which they is, weren't. I guess fine. But like, if you're gonna do that, go all the way and just make them doppelgangers, and then that's funny, <laughs> you know. Um. So he does this. He's sad. He tells a story. He leaves. Then Catherine Kinnear is so inspired by the story. She goes on a, she's going on a book tour and she has, this is like a mini, this is cribbing all from before sunset. It's exactly the same plot as before sunset. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very much so. It's 100, it's <laughs> Catherine Kinnear is the Ethan Hawke role. She's going to a town. She's written a book. She reads 
her former flame uh, shows up. Uh, they didn't meet up again. They don't know what happened. Uh, right. They were in, they were like fresh out of, you know, university or whatever. And they like yeah. met in Paris and they had a plan to meet again. But she wrote her number in Anna Karenina, right. a copy of Anna Karenina. And um, ding, <laughs> Andy Garcia, ding, dang, lost the copy. But so, he got lost it because he got up to go to the bathroom and left the book. And someone stole the book because, you know, maybe it was Kristen Malati. She had to read something. But somebody stole <laughs> so, that book. Kristen time traveled she just to get her hands on that, on that book. Well, that's, and that's, that's a very rare book to find. That's not anywhere. That's not one of the Barnes & Noble classics. <laughs> no. uh, so then they have a night together. They walk. They do their walking around. But what town are they in? Because it's like they're not oh. in paris I, they're in like i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah th- so yeah Catherine, like young Catherine keener and andy garcia's characters were supposed to meet up you know when they were like in their 20s right but then she got stood up accidentally had a whole and, life um her whole life <laughs> and um he sees that she's doing a book reading in his town happenstance serendipitous if you will um and he if shows only up- this was serendipity that's <laughs> Oh, right. Right. But um, he shows up to the book reading. They have like a beautiful, lovely night together. They get dinner. They're having drinks. They're staying up, talking, chatting, canoodling all night. They go their separate ways. He goes home to his wife and he's like, I want to make this work. And yeah, she, goes home dishes. To- <laughs> she goes home to her husband and she's like, we're done. I want to. This is over. Which I was like, oh shit! Did she think that he was gonna do no, that? No, I think they just they just well, okay. actually, no, it's left unclear in this episode, but we'll talk about what happens later. But uh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh. but the uh, but I yeah, it's just so one. I don't know. I'm so especially in this time, but I'm so like out of the game of any dating app that I can't imagine even like finding someone who invented them and like promises that it works endearing (laughs) at all. So that just like rubbed me the wrong way. This, Uh, um, I mean the, the Catherine Keener storyline, I I mean, maybe it was just like the mood I was in, but it kind of gave me like a smidge of an existential crisis where I'm like, well, fuck, did I already have that? And I didn't know. (laughs) Right. now just gone <laughs> me too i was like i've had so many jobs had i missed flirting with somebody at that interview oh my god yes. oh my god what the hell like uh, what do i do now no See, it's just a, it's that thing i think and this is the biggest thing of this whole series is especially with the Catherine keener part uh is it it's just these are just pale imitations of other things that i and a lot of people love and they're they're just doing tropes for tropes sake and it's not really yeah. doing anything new Major you know, tropes, major um, tropes. So, like, I did when I remember when I first watched this, I did enjoy the first episode. And I was like, "Cool, I'm excited for the next one." This one, I was like, "Okay," but it didn't really turn me off until the next episode, and that's when I <sighs> yes, go. I'm ready to talk. Episode that's when three. I. This is my. Ha- I have two pages of notes front and back. Half a page <laughs> is on episode three. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I have the exact same. I can't. Uh, uh, yeah, a uh, a uh, uh, page and a half is. Uh, about episode three so this one stars anne hathaway already (laughs) (laughs) 
already okay. to, already a bomb to drop in. Okay, you know what? I I am not for the hate of Anne. I'm Hathaway. not saying. I'm just saying, like, it's such a because I I like her when she has fun. You know, uh, you, you don't like her when I she do. has fun. I do oh. like her when she has fun. I don't like her when she in is in this. Yes, I would agree <laughs> with that. And um, you know how. Earlier I said, like, this whole series is like, New York is the other character, and it falls flat. In this episode, her red hair is the third character, but that is actually true. <laughs> this is the episode that starts, one, starts with their, the voiceover problem with the series. Yeah. So this one, this one is, Anne Hathaway is a woman who, uh, her defining factor is not her red hair it's uh she is <laughs> bipolar and she yes. has no other interests uh or really any other kind of defining features uh, no no family to speak no of family to speak of <laughs> no friends to no speak friends. of it's as if bipolar had to be a person and then there it was yes uh, and she the whole thing is told as if she's writing her profile for a dating mm-hmm. site. which no one will read this <laughs> I'm going to to copy this word for word and put this on Bumble. I swear. (laughs) And again, and no one will read it. (laughs) I just want to see if someone's like, what if I find that one, that modern love head? And they're like, yeah, episode three. (laughs) Episode three, the worst episode of the whole series. (laughs) This one does other genre stuff too, where it has a a musical number. Yes. And it has uh, weird Michael Gondry style flashbacks where it's like all in a black box theater. Yes. Um. <laughs> yes. Very uh, Michelle Gondry esque. Yes. yes. Um, okay. So, I, like, you, you summed it up. It's just a woman <laughs> and her bipolar disorder. But, like, I. My first note for this episode is craving for peaches. That's also her opening line of her dating profile. It was one of those days. Yeah. Or it's like, it starts with a peach. Something like that. Like most stories do. With a craving Uh, for a peach. (laughs) For a peach. Um, So she goes to the supermarket dressed like an absolute fucking psycho, by the way. Yeah. She's dressed as if like she's the oldest cousin uh, who's unmarried going to like a sweet 16. She is. <laughs> yes. There she help. shows up to a, a um a supermarket, a grocery store at nine eight thirty nine a.m. in a fur, a sparkly <laughs> shirt, a flowy skirt. Also, it's winter, people. Right. <laughs> it's winter, and like she's wearing like high heel boots. High heel boots, full makeup, everything. Full makeup, like blowout hair bouncing off the walls yes and she's singing and a song doing like kind of like the 500 days of summer joy yes and my note is this sequence thinks it's interesting and innovative but it is not <laughs> i all i could think of watching this episode was if this was greta gerwig how much better it would work interesting because she's done the podcast Modern Love, she's read. So she has a relationship with them. And I just think, I think there's some baggage that comes with Anne Hathaway 
that, especially when she starts singing and dancing. Oh, my God. You just go, all right, we get it. You love theater. Yes. And (laughs) that was one of my, wait, where's my notes? One of my notes, I think it's further down. Um, It's, and we get it. You can sing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying she's a great singer. I think she's a great performer. Uh, I still watch that, you know, the 2008 Oscars opening ceremonies. Great. But like, I don't need it to show it's, me that's your highs for when right. invite. I, I don't know. When you're singing, you're singing in the supermarket, you're singing in your like 70s, yeah. like sitcom it, opening montage. Oh, she does that. But here, that's skipping ahead. But that sorry. Is, yeah, I, I did. Oh, sorry. Because my other big, my other biggest note is Judd Hirsch. I love him. yeah judge shows up in that judge shows up so she goes she does the song and dance and she looks for peach and she bumps into this uh, i don't know this actor's name but he's another very attractive person yes Uh, super attractive and he's like of course you'd be attracted to somebody who's like she's like flirting with him He's like, okay, wow, this is like kind of vibing. You're like, great, this right? Is and she's person. dialed up in uh, an eleven of like the, you know, the charm, the flirtiness, right. the like, s- like the sexuality is just like oozing off her. So like, yeah, who wouldn't be drawn to that? But my next note is, this episode is fucking dangerous. What a dangerous yeah. and irresponsible view of bipolar depression slash mania Mm -hmm. to put out into the world Mm -hmm. why the fuck would you do this i don't know i don't i really don't it's no and again i know everyone's experience especially people who have any sort of uh mental illness it's going to be different you know it's going to feel different it's going to reveal itself differently but that being said uh what's up with this this is not any i don't think this is anyone's experience this is no it also this isn't this doesn't help this this doesn't help help. people and it doesn't it's not that's the thing it's almost it doesn't treat it with the weight that it deserves it treats it as if if she you could do this whole episode not change a word of it and make it uh that she has a dog she has to take care of you know or uh that she uh, is afraid of birds you know it could be anything anything (laughs) at all because she doesn't, it doesn't, she mentions it once, but she, a lot of it is like, well, you know who reared his head, you know, that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, she doesn't name it. And also, she lies about, like, why, because, like, at one point she's at her job, and, like, her boss oh, yeah, or her so they friend. Make a date. She, make, she makes a date with this hot man. Yeah, sorry, she makes a date with the hot guy, and then she goes into work, and her friend slash, like, a higher up that like she reports to is like, hey, you're doing amazing. We're so excited to have you on board. By the way, you missed four days ma- last month, and like HR isn't happy. And Anne Hathaway's character lies yeah. about it. You remember what she says? She has said she had IBS. She has IBS, which is you know honestly classic skip work protocol. I would say. <laughs> The amount yeah, of emails no. that I've sent to work that I don't want to go to that says, I'm sorry, I have diarrhea, is all of them. <laughs> so that's the most believable part of this script. And yeah, it's the only believable part. <laughs> it's it's like four full days. <laughs> I had four full days of shitting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eight to, to 6 p.m., you know? 
Yeah, they didn't make it clear if it was like in a row either. Because she said four of t- four of the last twenty days, which I was like, right, that's pretty yeah. good. Like you're making that's sixteen out of twenty. Like that's not what's wrong with that. Like what are you doing really? If anything, this year taught us is uh, not nothing we do at work matters. So <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, this is pre-pandemic though, so I'm gonna hold her to uh, task. I'm gonna okay. hold her to those rules, okay. those societal uh, standards. But she mentioned so her friend, her work friend mentions. Uh, Oh, how's that guy you were seeing? And she goes, "Oh, it didn't work out," uh, indicating she has a history of, you know, right, one or two dates with somebody and leaving. So then the big night comes. She's so excited. She's getting ready. She's super pumped. She's getting all gussied up. Wait, that's the second one. What's the, the first, first one? one? The first one, like when she sets the date, the date's in a few days. And she comes oh, home. She right. like, and then the way they portray, right, 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 right. <laughs> the way they portray bipolar coming on. Yo, does the camera shake or something? <laughs> I can't. No, I it's can't. just does like the Babadook show up. I can't remember what happened. <laughs> it's just like in the span of like a minute of screen time, like. Uh, Anne is like smiley. She's bouncing around the room. Then it's like, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's oh. yeah, <laughs> like she's like she's turning into the Hulk or something. But it's like, but it's just a, a bipolar yeah, person, see if the full moon like a rising. smelly, a smelly sad girl who like stays in her bed. <laughs> so she, so the guy shows up, and he, she goes downstairs, and she's in her robe. And she goes on the, this is so mean. This is my, no, this is so mean. This is so fucking mean to do to someone. This poor guy has no goddamn clue what's going on with you. And the, yeah, and he, at one point he says during the date, do you have a twin? Right. That like, I don't know. (laughs) But you know what, dude? Fair. Fair. Because she's like, are you sick? Do you want to go home? What do you want to get for dinner? This romantic dinner. Muesli. Muesli? good lord also what what the fuck what this is so mean even if you forgot about the date go downstairs be like hey not doing so hot today can we reschedule yeah don't make this man do this you're already fine lying about shitting just say that right your whole (laughs) life is based on lies so why not lie to this guy so he doesn't waste his fucking night yeah Good lord. Especially in the pandemic, I'm like, think of all the things that guy could well, have not, been done yeah. instead of going on a bad date. Yeah. I'm it's sure, rude. Yeah. It's, it's I am rude thinking about to him do. now going like, I can't believe in 2019 I wasted <laughs> two nights of my New York life. Yes! I could have been at this bars with friends. <laughs> I could have right. been at bars with friends. I could have been, you There's know, Smashing like... Pumpkins pop up I could have gone to. What's going on? <laughs> could have been at concerts. I could have been doing anything. Um, okay, so then, okay, right, so that's that. Yes. And then when does she get, so then she goes back, then it has, like, the weird flash. Then she from. has um, the, the like, up again. Right. So she's, like, back in the mania portion. She's like, oh, great, I'm me again. Like, let me clean my apartment. Let me make a date with this guy again. What oh, right, right, right. She begs him. She begs him. She begs goes, him for another sorry. date. She goes, I'll, um, I'll cook for you. Yes, she goes, I'll cook for you. Then we have the 70s uh, sitcom intro with Anne yes, fucking yes, yes, singing yes. her own song. Anne singing her own song, but Judd Hirsch shows up for and Judd Hirsch showing two up. bit parts, which honestly is like a really good 
bit. It's very funny. Um, uh, I think we might have. Yeah. S- did we skip the Michelle Gondry where she explains? I can't remember if that's. I think that's around the same time. Anyway, there's this weird. Yeah, it's like all in a black box. It shows put that. Her- put that mania on pause <laughs> and go yeah. to the black box theater. They, they, she does her backstory of, and it's like you know, be kind, rewind. Uh, you know, science of sleep style. Uh, where it's just like she made up. She just like kind of gives her explanation, like she made yes. up for any of her downtime by being a really good student. Right. Um, so like this came out when she was fifteen. Again, normal. That seems regular. Um, and then. Like, to make up for the bouts of, like, just down in bed, can't move, depression, when she's in her manic phase, she's just, like, insane and, like, an overachiever. So she's just been yo-yoing like that for, since she was, for, like, 20 years 20 at years? this point. Yeah, it's 15, 20 years, something like that. Um, yeah, no, she doesn't mention any medication or anything. She doesn't no. mention ever talking to anybody about it. And at um, this point, my note is... Go to a fucking doctor. Yeah. Go to a doctor. Yeah. Especially what she's like a lawyer. Earth? She's like a I think she's like a lawyer. She definitely has great bennies. Like, why would you not take advantage of that? Right. Uh, she uh, has also like this is a she said she goes she went to Vassar. Like this is a woman of privilege. Yes. Like, yes. like you have had the tools your whole life to go see a doctor and you've just like actively chosen violence against like friends and family that love yeah. you and care care about you which what is hard fuck? again like this is not i don't want any of this to come off like we are uh demeaning this experience for anybody if anybody has it but it's no we're show. demeaning this character is... we're demeaning <laughs> this story of right. like dealing with bipolar depression because oh. good lord um What is, oh, so sorry. I have a note that's a quote that she says in the yes in the show, and she there's a she's talking about how like she's afraid to open up to people and tell them that she has bipolar depression, and she's like playing out the scenario in her head of her meeting a guy, and she's like, "What am I supposed to say? Uh, Hi, I'm di- I'm bipolar, and I'm dealing with it. Will you?" And I'm like, "Um, bitch, you're not dealing with it actually. So, yeah, but also, what the fuck? yes, why not?" If you like the person. Right. If you like the person, then you have to tell them the, like, important, weird, sometimes ugly, (laughs) uh, sometimes, like, ugly parts of you. Or just things that are (laughs) a a big part of your life. Right. You don't owe anybody that at all. But if you want to have that person in your life, you do. You have to share that. You you do actually owe it to them then. Yeah. Right. But Like, like, if you want them in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So then she goes on the second date or she's going to have the second date. Yeah. So then she's having, so like, yeah, in this time she's like back manic. She's like planned the date with him. Um, and then she's setting up like the meal and lighting candles. Oh yeah. And then, and then she was the bathroom and I was like, Oh, is the IBS part of it too? (laughs) She rushes to the bathroom and she looks in the mirror like a horror movie where she's like, yes. not, not now. Not now. Not, not again. Not again. And then hair grows out of her face and she gets paws. And Yes. That is the <laughs> level with which like 
bipolar coming on is 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 treated which is silly it is and wrong it's (laughs) silly and wrong and dumb it's so dumb it's so dumb to do that again this this episode is so irresponsible yeah it's not okay uh and and um so after this the guy shows up she doesn't even answer the buzz he buzzes right and and again answer doesn't answer but you know what thank god yeah because if you wasted another night of that man's life that's how it should go yes i'd be living is that when he leaves Um, the present oh shit i don't even remember if he He does because it has to be the second time he brought so he they met over peaches oh he brought a peach he brought a wood peach yeah and that's what she looks at when she's like when she's typing later it started with a peach uh (laughs) so then she misses some more work and she gets fired yes and um this and this is friend this this woman whoever plays the friend is honestly i think is great she's really whoever honestly as like as an actor she's there's a lot of like unknown actors in this who are really good i'm sure they're all they've all been on svu or something too right yeah (laughs) they're they're on the svu circuit for sure (laughs) she is so good she's so good at being someone who listens yes so 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 good so there's a moment where she's like well do you Anne hathaway gets fired and then she goes do you want to get coffee and she goes yeah and she goes great let me and let's bag. talk about the difference in like acting and nuance between Anne's fucking monster bipolar, like, come on, acting. And this woman, Honestly, like, I think this the scene measuredness is really good. I think of being like, very good in this scene. The measuredness, though, of like before the scene where she's like, right. something's wrong with my friend. Yeah. So my tactic is going to be to like kind of not coddle her but like show her kindness buy her coffee and try and find out what's going on yeah yeah that moment when she goes well let me get my bag and ann goes oh you meant now i was like yes that's yes she's your friend (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so in this uh this like coffee moment with her friend she opens up and finally says she's bipolar and her friend rightfully so is like why the fuck didn't you tell anybody Because this is a disability that, like, HR could have acknowledged and worked with you on. I mean, she yeah. doesn't say that, but, like, right. that's the reasoning where she's like, why didn't you tell anybody? Right. You, you been fucking like- moron. Like, we could have <laughs> right. we could have helped you. We could have, like, yeah. made accommodations or, like, worked around schedule stuff or, for you. you. Know, yeah. Or just been a support system. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is, it is, it is heartbreaking because it is, you know, I, I, people, I've been in that situation where you're like, you don't feel, you don't want to be a burden to anybody. So I I do think this, for this one scene with everybody is, I think was really well done. Anne is crying. She's doing her Oscar work, which I think honestly (laughs) is good. Uh, Because then she has that moment where like, do you want to get lunch? And she's like, yeah. And then they eat then and there. I'm like, good. Like that's, That's... you should, you probably haven't eaten today. So you should eat. Right. And it's just so nice to see that woman. Like, so at one point, Anne's like, she's like, yeah. the woman's oh, yeah. getting calls. She's getting like phone calls being like, bitch, where are you? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, hold, hold my calls. Yeah. Over this it. girl. Move the, move, the, move the meeting. Yeah. Move the meeting. Like this woman needs me. And it's, it's very cool. Yeah. I love that lady. I do. And, Anne in this. Ugh. But yeah, that lady's great. Uh, and then Anne goes home. She's like, 
it was so freeing to tell people like, which is true like i can i truth. can get that but that is so uh she then then it's, it's, like it's voiceover it, again yes and it's voiceover like, and just like i mean it is true that that would be very freeing but like the the, the way the lines the way are written it, yeah it's just so funny but she then remember this whole voiceover is her what she's writing in her dating profile yeah. So she proceeds to then tell everybody her entirety of her medicine cabinet and <laughs> what she's on and how it makes her feel, which is, again, now she's doing the opposite where she's oversharing. Now she's, she's in Queen's Gambit where she's like, ooh, I love my green pill. <laughs> right. The green ones make me feel great. Um, and she ends the episode. I, is, she in a, is she in a coat or a bathrobe? I think it's, I thought she re- I thought she ended riding her bike. I know, but is she does? I was going to say there's the bike riding coming back, but she's I think she's in a bathrobe. No, uh, she's not in a bathrobe, but no? okay. she's just in a, a like a coat that isn't as extreme as her fur coat. Okay, uh, yes. but it does it does have a tie, which is how I could understand that that's you. What I thought it was. It's like a side tie trench ish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did have one quote in this episode that I wrote that we didn't we skipped over. She wrote. Oh. Uh, she said. <laughs> can't wait uh she's like he when they meet this is all the way back to the beginning when they meet at the grocery store and he's like well you want to get breakfast and she goes no breakfast is intimate agree or disagree is breakfast intimate (laughs) (laughs) i mean guess so i mean the the general act (laughs) no no um i guess if you want to reason out date wise it would be more i mm, no, I'm gonna go with no. Yeah. Actually, not if it's not if it's like. <laughs> Why am I doing backflips to try and justify? Not in the situation that intimate. they're in. Breakfast is intimate after you've been intimate. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, if he's like, I don't want to go to work today. She could have rode that high, and just been like, Yeah, I've already missed four out of twenty days. <laughs> four out of twenty days last month. So what's oh. what's one more? <laughs> but this is the episode. I uh, just. Why? 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 It's why? it's so bad. I I mean, I think it's like the want to tell like an honest story about uh loving or dating someone with bipolar or dating while you are dealing with bipolar depression mm-hmm. is is admirable. Like I would like yeah. to see that. I don't want to see it done <laughs> like this. No. And it, again, it's like the same. It's I'm happy to see how that person processes it too. You know, it's like those scenes, like drug scenes. You know, you usually see like the scenes of from their POV where it's all you know wacky music and like weird sitar or whatever. You know, as opposed to just watching what this person would actually be going through. Yeah, God. But this is if you were giving this series a shot and you got to this episode, this is where I guess most people jumped. Yeah, <laughs> I so I recall um I tried to watch this <laughs> tried. <laughs> I I tried to watch this a few years back and I think I only got halfway through this episode and I was like, no, absolutely not. We're right. we're doing a different episode. Because <laughs> I can't. So yeah, I didn't see the whole back half of it. Um this is the first time I saw it. I but would, you know when what? When this first came out, I started my day with these. Like I had, I watched this with my breakfast. This is a bad way to yeah. intimately start your day. <laughs> yeah. With an intimate meal of breakfast. With my intimate meal of breakfast by myself of two hard boiled eggs. <laughs> sitting down. 
Oh God. Oh, um, God. Yeah. Anyway, this is my last ranked one. Anyway. Oh, that's, it's that's my spoiler. <laughs> it's bottom of the barrel for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just feel like this was so. The mark was really missed with this, and I wish, I wish someone. I, I mean, the story this was based on, I'm sure, was written by someone with bipolar depression. But there's no way this episode, anyone who touched this, has lived with being bipolar. No. It's all Joe Carney, and all he knows is being Irish and, you know, emo songs. Like, it's like... <laughs> being Irish and listening to emo. Which is fine. Like, that's yeah, totally... I love that. But it's just that. like, please, let's just get, like, maybe one person with the experience right. in here so they can kind of look this over and yeah. cross some stuff out. Um, okay, moving on to episode four. This stars Tina Fey and John Slattery. Oh, just great. You like this episode? No, I just like them. Like I just Oh like, yeah. I, I like, like both people oh, individually in this episode. Liz Lemon and Roger Sterling. That just seems like again. I wanted match. it to work. <laughs> and then my first note in this episode is word for word, truly not real people. My first note in this episode is I hate this couple immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So, so unlikable. How do you take two people that are generally likable in their, like, their infamy and fame and make them this unlikable? All right. So it's an older couple. They're at uh, couples therapy. It opens like so many. Well, I wouldn't call them older in relation Um, to the show. They're in their 50s, 40s, 50s. They're the second oldest couple in this show. That's fair. Yes. (laughs) So. No, I'm not saying they're old people. They both can get it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> they're both hot. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a Mad, one, Mad Men rewatch right now. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. But um, I also so like this episode was so rough that I majorly lost interest in the middle of it, and I I got up, I did some dis- some dishes, <laughs> I cleaned some counters, and then I came back, and they were still like sniping at each other, and I was like, oh cool, I haven't missed anything. This is the one that I felt like I'd be most in the pocket for because I do love couples fighting on screen. That is my fate, like one of my favorite things to watch. I love Marriage Story. I love Squid and the Whale, which also this kind of apes from because it has a lot of tennis in it. Uh, I just love that kind of stuff. And this just... It wasn't fun arguing, you know. No, it wasn't like it's not it wasn't fun. like it wasn't bubbling to the top and then it finally exploded, which is what you want to watch. This was they've already had every argument they're ever gonna have. Yep. So they're just going So now like, they're just sniping at each other. Now they're just going just like, like you're a bitch. You're like, wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> That's all we're gonna say. Okay. It's just all like complainy bitchy stuff. It's a lot of rolled eyes. It's a lot of yes. so- heavy sighs. Yes. Um, yes. And it's like every neither of them can do anything right in the eyes of the other one, like yes. regardless of what it is. It's like when you yell at a partner for like shutting the fridge door too loudly. You're just looking yeah. for any any reason to argue. And at the last two minutes of this episode, we get to Tina Fey finally admitting that. Yeah. Where she says, like, I find myself looking at you and just waiting for you to fuck up. So we get there, but everything we have to see before her finally admitting that 
just isn't fun. Minus the child produced Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> We're so, <laughs> stage what is, play. <laughs> yeah, they have two kids. They have a daughter and a son. And the son is like John Slattery plays an actor in the in the show as well. Um and he's like coaching. This is my favorite scene, I think. He's coaching <laughs> his son how to act. Yes. And the son I thought was doing like an accent because you meet him doing Glengarry Glen Ross. Yes. But then you hear him talk not doing his rehearsals and he still sounds like a Jewish man from the upper Bronx in 1945. He's like like kind of a ringer for young Adam driver though. He looks, he, he did look, he looked more to me like, uh, if Ben Wishaw was, uh, left at Ellis Island. Like that's (laughs) what Ben Wishaw left at Ellis. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And he talks like that, too. He's just like, whoa, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I'm about to be 17. <laughs> like, okay, Don't touch any of my stuff. Don't touch Stereotypical any of my stuff. Stereotypical sister. <laughs> hey, you hit me in my penis. <laughs> what the hell? That was fun. I did write down that quote. Can we stop saying penis on the public court? I did think that was a fun line. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was fun when they ran into Ted Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The big, here's the thing. This constitutes as the biggest comedy set piece in the whole series. Yes. Is John Slattery (laughs) crosses the street without, (laughs) without Tina Fey. And he starts talking to a acquaintance and somebody he doesn't know. And Tina Fey asked to cross the street after him, uh, and she almost she puts her hand up to stop a car, and that's yeah. the big comedy set piece. <laughs> yeah, you know she just like crosses the street and she in old New York, <laughs> old New York's at it again. <laughs> the calves are driving the around. Ones don't stop. Did we learn nothing from Elf? Uh, oh God! I yeah. did think that moment was fun. Uh, Ted, Ted Allen. Ted Allen. Ted Allen. Of, uh, I don't know who the other guy was. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Allen. I mean, I only know Ted Allen from uh, call it? Queer Eye for the Straight Guy fame. I didn't know Ted Allen was like a person like that was like a person person. I thought that was just a funny name. To have. No way. Like, yeah, I don't know. I had to look. I looked up. I was like, or it's like, you know, on Amazon, it has like the, the x-ray. Oh, so you so, did look up, like, or do you not know who Ted Allen is? I don't is know who Ted Allen is. I was just like, oh, oh I go, no. I go. Why are they saying this name so much? I go, that's pretty. Fu- that's a funny bit to just keep saying Ted Allen. Oh no, Steven. I don't know. Why would I know? Steven. <laughs> he's from the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and he's mm. from like the Iron Chef shows on Food Network. I don't watch either of or, those, so. oh shit i don't watch food network so i'm not getting the name of his show right but he's like a, he's like a major host on the food network i just thought it was funny oh, to think no. of going oh, ted allen, no. just saying ted allen i would have liked to meet ted allen i was like man this ted allen guy sounds great <laughs> <laughs> he is a famous but that's the thing like he's playing himself he is a right. famous person okay. uh oh that makes me so sad you didn't know who he was um uh so my final note after I say 
Jesus Christ, these people are horrible, is, <laughs> oh, yay, they can finally play tennis together. <laughs> right. So they like, we should try something. And he said, cook, he like says cooking is his hobby. And she's like, no, cooking's not a hobby. Cooking's a thing. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. They argue. They argue. She says that she wanted to go dancing or tennis. She likes tennis. And he didn't want to, he doesn't want to play tennis. He's kind of like a baby about it. Uh, which is annoying. It is. I'm on her side for this. Like he, that game, he goes like, well, let's see who could hit it the highest or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. It's so annoying. And it's so, it's very childish. My father. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're an adult. Just play the game. Like it's fine. You know, whatever. Why do you care if you win or lose? Right. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, at the end, they, you know, play tennis together and it's fun, you know? It's, they fix their marriage. They can play tennis together. Tennis is a metaphor for <laughs> sex. Uh, so I guess it was 40 love all along. Whoa. Um, yes, I do write for modern love. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, no, yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. that's that's the end of that episode. Um, I hope anyone listening to this knows there's a through line here of we go well, and then it kind of just ends. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the and, way they and all. I think, I think they're okay. <laughs> I think the couple is going to be just fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So after this, there's um. Oh, so this next one stars. It's like a younger, like twenties ish guy and girl. The actor's name is John Gallagher Jr. Uh, and he's like a Broadway guy. He was in Spring Awakening. Yes. I think he was in a few other things, but I don't really know him that well. He's really, um, he was in a movie called Short Term 12, which like had everybody, everybody who's like anybody now was in that movie. And it's like Brie Larson or uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it. Like Keith oh, Stanford yeah, was yeah, in yeah. it. Like everybody big now was in that. And he's like the only one who hasn't really blown up from it. Um so he was in the newsroom. That's the. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on Wikipedia. Um, and then the <laughs> his like love interest is Sophia Botella. The mummy. And um, yeah, she's from the new like iteration of the mummy. Yeah. But um, my I don't have very many notes on it. I just go, this is cute. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's this is the thing. I was like. uh. Their game. Their game is the most annoying thing ever. And if you want to play it, we can play it. Uh, <laughs> the rules are you have to answer. Uh, and, and you just got to name two things. Two things. And you got to pick <laughs> one of those One of those things. things. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's play it. Let's play it. Okay. I should have written down what they played and we could have done our own version, but I didn't write it. Um, what was the last? It was like, oh, uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Okay, good. You answered it. Uh, Wings or sliders? <laughs> That's one of mine. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, and then then I would be the guy. I'd be like, well, I don't know. I'm vegetarian, so I would. If they have uh, cauliflower wings, probably those. Or if they have, you know, veggie sliders, what do we? Who knows? Good answer. <laughs> it's always like oh, after on. once someone says one, they're always like, good answer. So they go to what? Is, so they go on a date, and they're yes. doing this this game. They're going to them. I think they're at the movies, uh, and she's objectively beautiful yes and so all these guys are checking her out uh 
I can't believe you don't want to talk about this. The most problematic thing in this episode, but we'll get the, to the male gaze. <laughs> when she goes, I do it to myself. Uh, it's my fault when she says uh, it's my fault for dressing this way. Well, we're not there uh, yet. That's actually- I know. <laughs> <laughs> Little teaser for 10 minutes in the future. We're going to go off on this. Uh, and he, they go to the movie, whatever the movie, they come back, they go back to his place. He's just moved in. He's just moved into this apartment. And yes. I mean, just there's boxes, which is boxes fine. everywhere, which why would you bring her back? Is I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> fine to bring back with boxes. Not fine to just have your mattress still on the wall. Like you have yeah, been on the wall that. So there's been literally no and no bed frame, <laughs> no, bed, no frame. bed frame to be seen. As, That's a problem. <laughs> as a guy, I've been there. Hey, it's fine. That's uh, a problem. <laughs> um, We've all been there when we were like 22. But like this guy, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like mid to late 20s. Like he clearly has a steady job. Where's the bed frame? I don't know. So they have a, they're having drinks. They make like a, I don't even write down what drink they had, but it was like something. It was a martini. A martini. Uh, you know, he has like novelty liquor. Uh, they make a martini. He does this big faux pas of putting his bed on the ground. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna fuck. And he's like, I didn't mean to. Well, there's no coming back from that. Uh, but he does come back from that, and they start making out, and uh, they slip, and he gets a big old piece of glass in his arm. And yeah, he pulls. Which out. I had to look away at that. It's pretty. <laughs> It's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> Too accurate for me. Uh, uh, but yeah, they they have to go to the hospital. He, he uses like, her dress. That was messed up. <laughs> he uses her dress to... Well, I think he just... Here's the thing. He's purported to be this very neurotic, kind of like anxious guy, uh, is how he's being played as well. So he grabs a dress and he holds his, he holds it there underneath. He's at, It's at the bottom. It's like underneath his bicep. Right. And he's holding the dress there. Me, as uh, somebody who is neurotic and anxious guy... <laughs> The moment I realized I did that, I would probably throw it. I'd be like, oh, sorry. Right. Um, and then you'd be like, oh, my out. arm. My arm. I'd hold my arm, arm up still. And I'd probably try to use my sleeve somehow, whatever. Right. You know. And that actually would be like. did take his like, shirt off. Yeah. That would be more comedic, actually. Right. That's, that's a good script note. Like, we could have done that. But, <sighs> yeah, they just got blood all over her dress. Blood over her um, dress. Uh, the ambulance comes. She puts the dress back on. Uh. Yeah. So she has these huge, it looks like she's been vivisected. Just has these two huge yeah. blood stains on this pretty nice, like lace white dress. Uh, and they're in the ambulance and he starts, they're asking him questions and he's revealing these things uh, about himself. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, like prescription he takes, he's on. Yeah. Clonopin. And he like has, what is it? Anxiety or? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she's like, why are you still talking? And he goes, oh, I don't know. Uh, and he goes, he had surgery, and he, uh, do we see a whole ass pee in this? No, he covers his, he covers up. Yeah, I okay. wish, I wish he did. <laughs> Believe me, I would have, I, like, I would have had a note about that. Yeah. <laughs> don't you, don't you yeah. worry. <laughs> I would have noted that too, you're right. Uh, he does, he strips, she's there, it's very awkward. He has surgery on his arm, uh, and she stays, she stays the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then wakes up. And she's like, I've been tweeting about you or like Facebook, whatever, 
some social media thing about yeah you. she's doing something on social media with like instagram and then also a, like a blog or something she talks about writing right. i don't know it's just like general oh those social media right, kids right this is what they would have to do they're so addicted uh, so and they keep playing their game and, and they're like finding out more and more about each other's lives because like she has a segment where she talks about like how she saw her dad die in a hospital and like everything leading up to that and like her relationship with her family right and that's Wait, nice. didn't she did she see her dad die in the hospital i thought she her dad died like after she knows making love to her mother <laughs> Oh, well, well, here's the, here's the, here's the order of operations. So they had a party. It was a great time. It was her birthday party. Yeah, it was her birthday. Yeah, it was her birthday. They had a great great time. time. (laughs) Dad goes upstairs, (laughs) makes love to the mom. Raw dogs his mom. Raw dogs the mom. Uh, Mom's like, hey, I gotta wash all your cum off me. Goes to the shower, (laughs) comes back. These are her words. This is modern love's words. I'm sorry, people. This is the most interesting part of the whole show. It's like, the wow. story of this girl's birthday. Did Opie and Anthony write this? What's happening? <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, the mom comes back from washing the cum off, and the dad's like, "Oh shit, he's had a stroke." So they like bring him in the hospital. I and... feel like, but didn't she say she saw? Oh, this is when then she sees him outside. Yeah, she sees him outside. In and my she head, sees it him... was like she saw them postcoital, and I was like, "What are you walking around outside their window for?" <laughs> My mom and dad doing it yet? Yeah. It is <laughs> so my birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that you went to Come the on, we all know our parents do it on our birthdays. <laughs> Everybody in America, it's a tradition. It's normal. They it's ring in so- our new year. <laughs> wow. It's the six it's the nine month anniversary of the last time they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're they're on a cycle. Um, I don't even know where we are. Oh, she sees her dad naked through a window at right. the hospital. Oh, right, getting a bath, and she said yeah, yeah. he seemed very uh, peaceful or whatever, which was nice. She, we yeah, are she joking calls him about beautiful. That. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "He doubted an hour later." Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's like, oh, okay. Jeez. And then there's some wacky hijinks with the wheelchair right after that <laughs> moment. <laughs> John Gallagher Jr. goes gets a cup of water, but he can only use the one arm in his wheelchair. <laughs> so he's just knocking into stuff. It's a real knee slapper. Uh, so he gets discharged in a couple hours. She goes back to his apartment, gets clothes for him. Uh, she's still in the bloody dress. Uh, yeah. I'm like, at that point, I'm like, take a, one of his t- I know he has t-shirts. Like, get one of his t-shirts. Right, but then she starts taking off her fake eyelashes and stuff and getting more ugly. (laughs) Yes. Oh, and she pees in front of him, too. Oh, yeah, and that's like, whoa, we skipped, like, two years and one night. Yeah. Uh, Which, like, I get it, you know, high-flow toilets in the hospital. Why wouldn't you (laughs) want to take that for a ride, you know? Um, So then they go... They leave the hospital. They're he's fine. He's gonna have stitches or whatever. Oh, he talks about how he had surgery before he broke his jaw. Uh, right. Yeah. And she's like, I can't tell. I can't or it's just his cheekbone. Yeah. So she like looks at his face. She's like, I can't tell which one. And, like, and that's people. The point. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. But really, you're just like, okay. 
I wanted him to be like, yeah, watch. And he takes out like, you know, <laughs> Skyfall and his face sinks in. And just <laughs> I wanted to be dumber where he's like, look, this part still moves. Like, yeah, just a right. little like wiggle. <laughs> right. <laughs> the cheek oh, if know. the show had jokes, like actual jokes. Yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Like real know. people do make in real life, you know, and not... I guess they didn't yeah. go to the zoo, though. So why would they make any jokes? I get it. Um yeah, they didn't do a voice for his snow. cheekbone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mr. sorry. Anyway, yeah, this ends with them just like... At a weird park. At a park. No reading. No reading. <laughs> and no bikes. No bikes, no reading. Um, but yeah, they just end up at a park and it's like, whoa. Scone or Danish? He and says he, Danish, but it's clearly a croissant that she yes, hands him. Yes, I have that written down. <laughs> I was angry about that. Like, irrationally so. It's clearly a pan au chocolat. Yeah. Come on. Get out of here, and modern she, love. She, uh, this is the epi- this is the part of the episode where I sank into my tortoise, my tortoise shell because I felt so embarrassed for him. Because she leans, she lays on his lap because she's been up all night with him at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he starts doing this thing, which I am uh, not proud to say I have done. I was going to uh, say, are you guilty? <laughs> oh, 1,000, both in writing and out loud of going like, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if this is just tonight or if it's going <laughs> forever. <laughs> but I'm happy now with you right now. <laughs> oh, I'm making myself gag. I've done that. And it's, ugh. And she's asleep, so she doesn't hear it. And he eats. Thank his, God, uh, though. Oh, one thousand <laughs> percent. I wish I was her in that moment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if I was in that park, I'd be like, "Dude, no, 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 no. Save it. Put it just, in your journal." Yeah. <laughs> just leave it. Um, it never ends well. Through this kind of twisty turvy recount of this episode, um, we didn't mention the worst part, which is like you know, well, the story she's telling about herself. Uh. Where she says, like the men who was who were like looking at her on the escalator, she oh, said, right. "I forgot." I know I, you had like a, a big poem about it, so, so I'm trying to loop it back to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she said that he said he goes, um, he goes, you, people look. He goes, "There's no way. Why would you ever be with me?" Like he's kind of like defensive. He's oh, like, right. You know, That's I'm what a schlubby guy. Why would yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a schlubby white. He's not very schlubby. He's you know, a general looking white guy. Uh, he goes, but you're gorgeous. Why would you ever be with me? You know, people, guys look at you, you know, they look at you and then they look at me and they go, what? Uh, yeah. And she says that it's her fault. That it's my fault. She's doing it. She goes, I'm doing that it. she, by making eye contact. It's a game they played. It's a game her friends played growing up. And she keeps doing it by making eye contact with men. Maybe a smile. I. <laughs> she can get their attention and get anything from them. This is beyond fucked up. <laughs> and you're right. I forgot the anger that I had when this happened because yeah. like, I, well, I don't know about you, but like, we both come from the world of like improv where you're always looking people in the eye. And I do that in real life. Like, I, my head's never down. I'm always looking at people in their eyes because I'm. that's just, like, kind of normal. 
like I, I like make, to walk around with my head up. eye contact with people. I'll say you that. don't make prolonged. Not I don't go on an escalator and stare at people coming down. But if I'm looking, sure. I, like I'll catch people's eye and I'll just you can be like catch an eye. Catch an eye is fine. This is purposeful. Like, but it's just is, eye contact. You can make eye contact with people and not want them to fuck you. I know, but I think she was implying other things. She was like, I can have anybody in the palm of my hand just by looking. Yes, you're right that she's implied implying that. But also, I just feel like it's so wrong to say, like, I made, I made eye contact with men. And it's my fault right. that they want to No, that's a problem, too. Yeah, no. anybody, you, eye contact is not consent. Right. Eye contact is not an invitation to fuck or, you know, talk to me or tell me to smile or really anything. Right. No, I agree with that. Like, I make eye contact with people, but I'm not begging for a fuck. I mean, maybe now in the pandemic, but before, (laughs) before when I was on escalators. I'm at my window. I'm just staring at anyone. (laughs) Please, please. (laughs) Please. I'm safe. I'm safe. I've been quarantined for over four weeks. Please come up here. Uh, but yeah yeah, it's just weird it's just a weird character thing to drop in there like they didn't need that argument or like that discussion at all you know no he you that's the thing that's frustrating it's like dude i you can be anxious about other things other than how you appear next to the person who's choosing to be next to you you know like there's yeah uh, everyone listening did you hear what kropa just said (laughs) yeah i want us to all take that to heart Take it to heart. There's other things to be anxious about. There's other things to be anxious about. Nobody's than thinking the about you as much as you think you're thinking next about. Next to you. Yes. <laughs> that chose to be with you. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. I want to tell that to every man who swipes. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah. That's it. I mean, generally, it's, it's cute to me in the context of the show. I'm like, this is cute. Mm-hmm. But it's not life-changing no again it feels like it doesn't again it has that problem of like they're clearly just learned lines it doesn't feel like you know the game doesn't feel like a game it feels like they're waiting for their cue you know it doesn't feel yes. like that yes i agree um which i don't i guess because it is a lot of theater it might be a lot of theater people um but these both of them have done a lot of work that's not theater so i don't get why that didn't translate i don't either uh, shall we move on? Yeah, to, can you believe we is, still have three episodes? <laughs> I know. It's so much. And it's it's all... Not all of it's bad, but this next one's bad. This next one's bad. This is episode six. Um, It's the girl from Ozark. <laughs> Julia Garner. Julia Garner. Uh, and that's like the main and, act. And uh, like Shay Wiggums. Wiggams. Wiggams. I don't know. Oh, is that her friend? Like. No, Shay Wiggams is the dad. Shay's the dad. Oh, yeah. shit. Shay's the dad. Well. So she, why? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Real Go quick. Because I want to talk ahead. about. Real quick synopsis of this. She's a young woman. She's like 21. She, her father passed, passed away, right? Yes. 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 Her father passed away. So she doesn't have this. She doesn't have a father figure in her life. Shay Wiggums plays a, like an engineer at her company who she calls the genius. And this again has voiceover. And I don't know, this one doesn't have a explanation for the voiceover. It doesn't, it doesn't have like Anne's like Anne's writing. Clearly it's shown in the episode. She's writing her dating profile. 
this one is just voiceover. Right. Yeah. Doesn't make I, who is is she doing the moth? What is happening? Because um, <laughs> she keeps goes. I'll call him the genius. I'm like why? Right. You know his name. Tell us. Tell if you're telling us. Tell us his name. Uh, why are you protecting his identity? What's happening? Uh, she starts kind of like following him around at work, and he takes that as like, hey, she's interested. He invites her over for dinner. She accepts. They have dinner. He. She lies in bed with him to listen to jazz or classical music. I forget which, whatever it was, whatever those, whatever. Which what a fucking was. cliche. Uh, and she does, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I want you to pretend, just be my dad, like be my." Which it has like all those connotations. Uh, <sighs> and then they kind of have like, and she goes back to. She keeps having like this Greek chorus talk with her roommate, where it's. Uh, I'm not leading him on. We don't want to have. He doesn't know. He doesn't think I want to have sex with him. And she's like, "Yes, he does. Like you, nobody does this stuff for free." He starts coming over to her apartment to fix things, and he he plunges a he dump plunges that a dump. that like, Julia left in the toilet. Like they ask her roommate goes, "Is that your poop in there?" And she goes, and <laughs> yes. she's holding a mug, and goes, "Mm-hmm," and drink and takes a sip. And then he goes, got it. You're like, wow. I couldn't believe that this was. I can't stress enough how real that was. Like, she literally was like, is your poop in the toilet? And then That's a direct. Like, I memorized that part for this. I watched that episode four days ago. It was so shocking. And I had it in my head. It was so shocking. Is that your poop in there? Mm-hmm. Got it. That's, that's something I normally hear in, like, grown-ups five you know like like how was a grown-ups five scene just i want to see the scene i want to see the scene before that where she goes oh no (laughs) and then uh who do i call i know just the guy I want to see the scene before that one where before she's eating and then the like the way Anne Hathaway acted that bipolar comes yes. over her. She has like the di- like the diarrhea version of that. I love this Thai food. Oh no. Oh no. Not again. It's happening. Don't do oh. it. Not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to have a date. <laughs> anyway, that's not our big problem with this episode. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so so then if, she... if we can if we can pause can i just yes. read I, this is this has my least notes of all this episode Great. and it, I, it's only three and i just want to read them in a row because i really feel like it will just give the the proper please idea of the episode uh so i have girl from ozark wants to fuck someone who reminds her of her dad yikes yikes <laughs> i don't even want to talk about it yikes <laughs> Those are all my notes. That's all I have so, for this. That's all accurate. Um, <laughs> so Julie Garner has been in uh, The Americans as a younger woman sleeping with an older man. Uh, she's been in The Assistant uh, this last year, which, again, she's a younger woman being preyed on by an older man. Mm-hmm. Um, she is in Martha, Marcy, Mary, Martha... Marcy May Marlene, which is a mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen movie, where she plays a younger woman who is preyed on by an older man. Uh, I haven't seen Ozark, but I'm assuming that might be part of her character, uh, just based on this trend. And then she goes and does this, which doesn't feel like a response to all those things. Like it doesn't feel like stunt casting where you're going like, oh, 
this is what we expect of her. Hey, I got this fresh new script. <laughs> right. Want to do modern love? Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, I want to be. Can I be in a relationship with somebody who's my own age? No, no, no. All right, fine. Pass it along. Yeah, this this fresh new script. It's got an older guy preying on a younger woman. I know, just do the call. Right. <laughs> Julie? Uh, but he, but or the thing, Julie? yeah, he's not, he doesn't prey on, like, she's sending him every single, every signal that. Wrong. Yeah. They're dating. Like, he, they go over, he buys her a $300 coat. Yep. Um, there's this very, very squirmy moment where they go to the zoo. Yeah. And his, his grandson is yelling pop, 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 or papa, or whatever. And he starts, like, walking away. And yeah. she goes, are you ignoring that small child? <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks up his grandson. His daughter's there. And she's older than Julian Garner. And she has a stuffed seal. And Julia like, Garner does. Yeah. And, she, and the little boy goes, can I hold it? And the face Julia Garner makes <laughs> is like as if he just said nuclear missiles were launched and they're coming right now like she goes i i guess <laughs> it's so creepy <laughs> like she's in fancy like she's in the episode 20 21 years old yes yes she is playing which is a young person but she's also that's also you're old enough then to be like i don't need this stuffed animal <laughs> you know oh, yeah that, that's like the i mean it's weird because like that's treated as like a comedic part of this <laughs> episode right. but it again like this whole series like it's not funny it's just creepy yeah so he buys her this so they leave he buys her this coat uh little red riding hood coat <laughs> yes literally but to be fair, I have had coats with a big hood like that. Yeah, no, it's a They're great nice. it's a great coat. But he like does this I think and he's a charming guy. He's a charming actor. He usually plays like bastards and I I liked seeing him as like a normal guy, you know, who's like maybe a little buttoned up, but he's like, "Oh, I am re I'm being reinvigorated. This is nice." You know. Mhm. He puts the hood over her head. So he does this little cute thing. He's like, "Oh, we're, you know." And he goes to kiss her and she flips out like fully flips out on him yes which is like what did you think dude <laughs> like when, right and she's you know, like, like the roommate says the same thing or she's like what did you expect? you're leading him on the whole and like this is like He's been so respectful. It's not like he's like he hasn't like jumped the gun on anything like this. this right, is which like this. I thought this was going to be so so much darker like earlier on because right. like when the moment when she gets in the bed with him at their like first dinner, I was like, ooh, uh, I don't like this. Right, uh, but it's not that. Like the the show doesn't do that with this. No, but yes, it's so weird and it's so cringy and it's just like oh, this yike. This is again. It kind of comes back to the bipolar episode. Because it's like, I get what we were trying for here, but this just shouldn't be put out into the world. It's an interesting thing because it's, it is a point of view for him, for like the older guy that I don't think is shown ever, you know, uh, where he's like, oh, his feelings are hurt. And he's like, I was, I 
was being nice. Like this is just, yeah, yeah. I read, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Like that's you know, he wasn't being pushy. He wasn't being like uh, yeah. And I love that he didn't say something like biting or mean in those yeah, moments. He didn't go like, well, what do you think I bought a coat for you for? Like he, you know, like he didn't do anything like that. He like said, keep the coat. You know. Uh, yeah well he says what why did you think i bought you the coat but right. it, it's not used as like a dagger he's it's used as like part of his confusion where he's like he's like i, I clearly we were, like you right yeah like <laughs> I, I like you we were like doing the things that are considered like courting and dating right. i bought you a coat yeah like yeah so then she leaves in a huff she leaves him with the coat they avoid each other at work mm-hmm. um oh i forgot there's a go back real big quick she tries she miss she says she doesn't have much of a gut and she wants oh to my god gut. i'm so glad you remember this part this is this is maybe the most fucked up part she goes well, first off it's a huge company right it's a big building right she goes i'm gonna make cookies <laughs> for everybody she passes around a paper oatmeal or chocolate chip he checks chocolate chip she's like i knew he I was knew gonna it. pick chocolate chip he comes in the like, next day. Everybody likes chocolate chip more than right. oatmeal. She comes the next day with five chip, five cookies. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> and then and she's like, oh, it's so weird. She's like, like wanting him to eat one so he'll like get fatter. Right. She wants more. So of a she, gut. yeah, she wants more of a gut, and this all feeds into this like icky, right. like daddy issue stuff. She steals his socks. Yes! Oh my god! Yes! And she wears them on her hands and smells them and stuff. She sleeps with them, she says. Yes! This is not... Uh, this girl just needs therapy. <laughs> like, well, so she... They do this thing. They do this, like, I guess not a breakup because she didn't think they were dating, but I don't know what relationships she thought they were building. Right. Um, and so they avoid each other at work. And then she gets... Then she gets, like... A, harassed in a taxi like the guy's like you should smile well, why are you telling me to smile watch the road that kind of stuff and they get in a fender bender and she calls him. wait but that's way earlier that's earlier yeah are you sure that's not the way this ends i thought they left the no that was <laughs> and then they avoid each other and then they have that and that's what gets them back to talk again and then he takes her out to go. No. Well, I thought we were at the end. I thought we went back to talk about the chocolate chip. We did. <laughs> but I, then I was going back to like where we were. Yeah. But like. These that, are all things it, that happen in the episode. Yeah. So like that happens. But that was the impetus because they went on the wine date. And then they like like paused. And then right. she's like, oh, I think I want to see him again. And the fender bender happens. And she calls him mm. instead of like her friend. So it's just it's just like a little earlier in the okay. the sequence of events. However, he brings her to the side, like after the blow up about the 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 right, so they have this argument. They go, yeah. Can we talk? You know. Yes, and he asks her to talk, and um, this is the cooler move that like I can. The only thing I can commend this episode for is that he says. He's taking a sabbatical, so he's leaving the company, and she's like, is it because of me? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay, because he didn't make her sacrifice her career. Like, he didn't get her fired, which she's right. at first afraid of. She, like, thinks she's going to get fired because of this relationship. And he's like, no, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving. You And he goes, he had, he caught those feels. 
and uh, she threw them back, you know? Yeah, so. and but he does the cool thing because earlier she says, like, I like I miss my dad, and she asked him to say dad like things to her, like right. after the the wine dinner date. Um, and then when he's saying goodbye to her, he says like genuinely he that does. you're yeah. like you are such a smart girl. I am so proud of you. I know you're going to do great things in this world, and that was sweet because that's clearly what all she wanted to hear from like a male figure in her life. Mm-hmm. But the way she fucking got to this. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> Real wild. <laughs> no, this is not the way adults behave. You're 21. Well, yeah. <laughs> not okay. And then he leaves. And then I have a huge thing that we have to talk about in two episodes uh, about that. But uh, let's move on because we have okay. to, <laughs> we're almost at we're not an hour and a half already. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, okay. So episode seven stars Andrew Scott. Oh. And um, the like a synopsis is um, a homeless woman gives up her baby to a gay couple for adoption. Yes. That's the uh, synopsis. Uh, I, I like this episode. Okay. <laughs> but mainly because of Andrew Scott. I do love him. Olivia Cook plays the homeless woman um, or like, I guess a vagabond. She's more of like, she does say she's homeless, but she travels and she just doesn't say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But every this again has like a weird narrative thing where it opens with like a David Attenborough esque voiceover for an Animal Planet like style. The husband Andrew Scott's uh, husband yeah. is watching, and mm-hmm. that goes. It goes. I have. Fa- I want to be a father. I have you know paternal feelings now. Let's adopt a kid. And then that voiceover comes back once for some reason. <laughs> You know, it comes back. Yeah, and then we never. Uh, we, it doesn't. It, that doesn't become <laughs> the bit of the episode or whatever. Which again, it could have been, which is fine. Uh, it doesn't come back. Um, yeah, you can't do that. And then like, it doesn't even follow the rule of threes. They do, they give us two and then nothing. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Uh, I have uh, only a few notes of this. Uh, it was that um, they do make a point where they go again. Cooking comes up, and he goes, "I cook for you." And he goes, no, 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 you prepare food. Cooking is an art. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. I just prepare food for myself. I don't actually cook. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> um, and then my biggest note in all capital letters uh, is fucking Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Homeless Ed Sheeran. Homeless Shows Ed Sheeran. Up. <laughs> Never have I been more confident of my comedic timing and my acting ability than watching Ed Sheeran go, I'm leaving. No, I'm just going to the bathroom. Oh, I'm just getting water. <laughs> You're just like... God. Uh, yeah. She comes, so she's pregnant. She comes back to stay with them. And she kind of upends their life. But they right. stay together through it. And that proves to her that they are good. They're going to be good parents. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, that's basically all I have really to say about this episode. I mean... I I thought <laughs> I thought it was one of the better ones. Okay. I mean, I get that the the like uh whatever voiceover was not great. <laughs> I just thought everybody was at a 10 and for the whole thing. And the gay acting that Andrew Scott does, <laughs> which I know he's gay, 
I was going to say like, he is gay. I'm saying, but he's doing gay acting when he has that little dog and he's trying to get his little dog to shit. And like what he does, like when he finds out his little dog has been impregnated by her big dog. I Yeah, it was funny to see a dog abortion be a part of this right. plot. But he's just doing very like holding the dog very close. He's his limp gets he's doing gay acting, which is just he's, he's doing James Corden in the prom. But then when he puts the dog down, he's like back yes, to himself. And he's yeah. back to uh, <laughs> a fantastic actor. <laughs> I love this is like a weird sidebar, but I love that they just let him keep his own accent. It really yeah. tires me out when like like I just find it exhausting to see British actors like be in american shows and we can't just let them have their own accent right like there well, are hey, there new are york, many anybody can be there you know? yeah oh but only new york, <laughs> only <laughs> if, new york your, if your show takes place anywhere else yeah you gotta have that american accent no it's i don't good. care where you're from it's fun. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, yeah no and this is you know what that should be enough if you want to ed sheeran and dog abortion both appear in this episode uh yeah and if you like if you like either of those things, and if you like or Andrew if you're Scott, curious about either of those things, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> go ahead and give this this episode a watch. Uh, you won't you won't right. be upset about it. Uh, and finally, we're to episode eight, the final episode of the whole series. Um, and I call this "Old People Love Story." Yeah, it That's is really a little personal story. Uh, I call it "The Specter of Death Runs Through New York." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yep, she does. Uh, so, yeah, it's an old woman. Older woman. It opens in media race where she's this woman is sad in bed and her son comes to her apartment and she's getting ready for a funeral. And then it flashes. But who's? Steven? Ooh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> then it flashes to her. She's in a fun run club. She's doing a run and she's with her friend and mm-hmm. she sees an older man and uh he's in a lot of stuff i can't remember i don't remember that i didn't write down that actor's name but he's he's good he does a lot of stuff yes um he's running kind of slow and she goes oh look at this guy i saw him he started too quickly and now he's burned out and she runs up and uh pats him on the ass and goes (laughs) come on (laughs) wait sorry my cat's in here yelling at me to play with her um (laughs) yeah pats him on the ass and is like then waits for him at the waits end of the race with her friend, which is nice. And then they go out. You know, they have a. They, he joins like their fun run club. They yeah. go out. He kind of admits that he lost his wife six years ago, but he's still not really over her. Right, and you know what? I respect the shit out of this old lady yeah. because she's got game. Yeah, she she sees who she wants. She sees this man, and to and in her defense. This old man is hot. Yeah. His character's name is Ken. And I was like, Ken can kind of get it still. He's old, but he can get it. Yeah. And she just like immediately asks him out. Immediately is just like, immediately is like, even after he talks about his dead wife, she's like, listen, I'm into you. And if we need to take it slow, it's okay. I'll run at your pace. They do a lot of run puns. A lot of run puns. They don't have any other interests, I don't think. No, they Besides. just run, but they they do have a nice life. They no. move into each other's, or like he moves into her apartment. They, they have make a great a moment, garden. real quick. They do this great moment where they travel. He invites her away with him. Yes, yes, goes, to a race. 
Right. But he goes, I got uh, a room, which was great. He goes, I was, I don't know if that was clear. That was a room with one bed. With one bed. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's fine by me. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> like it is sweet. I would have just liked this to just watch that play out as opposed to having the funeral of it all hanging over. Like, yeah, we all know that's what's coming, you know? Right. Um, so they have a nice life. They set up, he married, they get married. Um, and we don't see much after we don't see any post-marriage life. We see the, her eulogy. We just see little glimpses of it. Right. Um, yeah. And I wish, I honestly wish we would have just spent more time on their relationship. Yeah. Instead of the funeral. It's modern love. Why can't we watch that? Yeah. Let's watch their old, their old love. That's great. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so she ta- she talks a lot about old love in this in the eulogy. She does say, yeah, she says old love is a lot old like love new is love. <laughs> yeah, she says it's a lot like new love, but it's also different. In I don't even remember what way. I don't either. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But then it's she goes, cliche. So that's all it is. It's like about it's about it's the shortest of the episodes. It's that yes, because then she they're gonna go get dinner or food or whatever, and her son's like, "You want to come with me?" And he, she's like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna get some air." So she starts walking and then and she then turns a corner and she sees a long stretch of road. To so run. She starts, well, it's generous to call it a run. She starts to. <laughs> it's, a, it's about <laughs> as fast as I run down yeah, Ashley. Sure, sure. <laughs> she high knee shuffles. Tiny shuffles through and the city. Runs, and she makes, well, then she makes it. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cathartic. She makes it to one corner and she does this nice, clearly shot on a different day. Where she comes up from underneath camera, pushing her hair back, and goes, <laughs> "Oh, I just ran," uh, and then she keeps running. You're like, "Whoa!" She keeps running, and she runs past, and a van goes past her. And who's in the van? Well, it's Olivia Cook and the pregnant girl the from pregnant the, the previous from the episode. episode. And she, this is before she has the baby, before she gives it to them. It's right before she starts living, moving into the apartment with them. And she goes, I'm unsure. I don't know how to, I want to make sure this family, these guys are going to be together for a while. So I think that's where I took that as she's concocting a plan. She's going to put these guys through the ringer to make sure they stay together because she is an awful house guest. Uh, And then the van drives away. Yeah. She signals the van that it's okay. She signals the van that's kind. I'm going to stay. Right. And the van drives away, and uh, who should go past but Kristen, uh, Kristen Marotti <laughs> going to the women's clinic? And who's watching? And who's her? spying on her again? Who's spying on? Literally who's spying mean? on her. Who's mean? <laughs> Isn't that cool? Look at that! We've seen we've seen two of the previous episodes so, of this episode. How so then he, she comes out of she comes out, and this so this is. This happens during their episode. Again, this isn't like what happened after. So it's a weird timeline thing. Yeah, they're showing us the timeline basically in which which all these stories happened. And right. they're like the, you know, the magnum opus is that right. it was all happening, was all at, happening the at the same time. time. <laughs> uh, so we see her. He's there. He goes, I'm, it's going to rain. She goes, it's not going to rain. It's going to rain. And it does rain, which... Again, he's right about everything. Uh, and then who's walking in the rain? 
Dev Patel, and he runs into Catherine Keener, <laughs> and she's dating someone that she met on his app, and he updates her on his life, and they have yeah. a hug, and that's nice. Uh, he, she's Catherine Keener is dating uh, the guy from the Persil commercials. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's okay. Or <laughs> I don't think he has a line, so he's still <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was also in uh, Younger, the show Younger. Oh, I have not. Seen but yeah, either. he he mostly sells uh, laundry detergent on television. Okay, that's that's his claim to fame. So he goes. They do that. Then we see. Uh, uh, who do we see after that? What do we see after that? Oh, then we see uh, Dev Patel runs past a coffee <gasps> shop. Yes, and that's where we see Hospital um, Boy. Hospital Boy and Hot Jr. Girl. Well, he gets stood up. And so he's all frustrated and he's all grumpy. And, got stood and, up. and Sophia Botella walks past. She says a weird, like, don't you love New York in the rain? Or something. Don't you love these summer rains? It's like oh, summer rains. for the city. And I don't know if that's it, but it might as well be what it is. Yeah. Uh, and they just strike up a conversation and she... She's like, well, what if this opportunity presented you with another date? And they go yes. and sit down and they have their yeah. date. Yeah. But it also takes them five minutes to get to that. Right. It's and far too long a scene. But after that... See, the, the rain is still happening. Yes. And we see Julia Garner's character running with a younger man. Uh, right past the fountain that she got, you know, told. Right. Off from. And yes. she's a younger guy and they kiss under a bridge. Uh, Shay does not come back. Age. <laughs> Shay does not get to come back. He's the only one of the main characters who does not get to appear. Yeah, he's not there. In this. And they should have shown him like hanging out with his daughter and, and grandson. Or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. And then it ends with. Uh, pretty much the same ending of episode four, which was uh, Tina Fey and uh, John, John Slattery, Slattery where they're playing tennis, tennis and it starts yeah. to rain and John Slattery goes, do you want to keep playing? And she does this face of, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, did we not say Anne Hathaway? But she was riding a bike. Oh, she was just riding her bike and it rained and she yeah. touched and it as if it's tears, but it's not, it's rain. <laughs> yes. So not today, bipolar. Not today. <laughs> you don't get to own me today, bipolar. No. Um, and yeah, that's that's how it and ends. That, like Amazon Prime, Modern Love. <laughs> uh, okay, so wait, I was ranking these. What's my favorite? I have mine. If you need time. I'll do mine. Okay. From uh, from worst to first? Worst to first. I think we agree what the worst one is. That's episode three. And Hathaway's yes. episode. Worst of the bunch. Not far behind it. Episode six, which is Julia Garner's episode. Okay. Is my number seven. My number six is... I didn't like it as much as you do. Hot Priest, Andrew Scott, episode number seven is my number oh, six. Oh, okay. My number five, right in the middle of the pack, Hospital Boy. Uh, number four, Old Love for the first part of it. Uh, <laughs> and number three, episode two, because I do like Dev Patel, Hot Dev Patel. Number two is I do like 
I think we're going to be reversed on those. I do like uh, Liz Lemon and Roger Sterling yelling at each other. Uh, that's my second. And then the, I think one episode one is the best of these. That's my my ranking. Oh. Okay. From worst to first, <laughs> you already went over like the synopsis of them. So my order is three, six, four, mm. five, seven, eight, one, two. Wow. Okay. So, so my, pack, my but... favorite is Dev Patel and Catherine Keener. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite is Anne Hathaway Bipolar. Yeah. Well, fair. Once we get to the top three, it's kind of interchangeable for me. Sure. But yeah, I, I do understand that you liked episode four a lot more than I did. Yeah. I just, because I just, again, even though it didn't really ring true, I just... It doesn't make it's not interesting to watch, but I also do. I also do you, because of that, you don't see that often of just like the exhaustion of people uh, who are not who are just like in a constant argument, essentially. Uh, right. And Ted Allen, you know, I thought I honestly it's probably up there because I thought Ted Allen was just a funny name and not a person. <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, I actually have my own ranking system. <gasps> okay. That- I, w- I would like you to participate please participate in so um on a scale from uh poop in the toilet to, this to... Is universal you do this for every episode okay so <laughs> no, poop in the toilet. no it's always based on what we talked about today. <laughs> <laughs> so on a scale of um poop in the toilet mm-hmm. to Anne Hathaway's red hair <laughs> Both bad options. <laughs> no, her red hair is great. Okay, so I'll give okay. I'll give something universally great. Um, hot dev, it should be poop in the toilet to hot dev. To hot dev Patel. Yeah, on a scale of poop in the toilet to super hot dev Patel in the blue suit. Okay. Where would you rank Modern Love as a series? Ooh. Okay. I would say, as a whole, mm-hmm. I would put it. Uh, this is going to be closer to the poop in the toilet <laughs> and of it being uh, golf socks on hands <laughs> would be my rating as a whole. If we're, doing individual, if we're doing individual episodes, I would say it is like you could pick and choose. They, no, I, just, written, I, I say like the overall series. Okay, overall. I was just going to say, if you if you wanted to go through and pick and choose, you might have a pretending to be a snow leopard fun time. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So, I think... <laughs> but overall, golf overall, dead socks on hands. Yeah. <laughs> overall, I'd rate this series a bowl of muesli. A dinner, a, a, a date... <laughs> Dinner date, date of muesli when you're when your date's having steak across from you. Yes, because I love muesli. I'll have every morning. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a dinner it's date a bowl of muesli. It's a balanced, intimate meal, but on a date. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, Stephen, thank you so much for guesting. Uh, where <laughs> where else can uh, where else can our listeners find you? Um, you can find anything I do on social media at Cropa Cabana, uh, K-R-O-P-A-C-A-B-A-N-A. 
and uh, you can hear me on the One Shot Network. Uh, you can hear me on Neo Scum, uh, a lot of role playing game podcasts, um, nice. and I have some of my own. Uh, I have a new pod starting this year that I'll announce on my. Uh, we'll plug some of your old pods. <laughs> old pods uh, on hiatus right now is overstated with Stephen Kropa, which was an interview and improv. Yes, love podcast. that one. Really I did fun. Illinois. <laughs> you did do Illinois. We were doing. Um, we interview. I interview people from every state. There was supposed to be, you know, fifty-one episodes or whatever. Uh, and of course, I moved and pandemic happened, so that is on hiatus right now. Uh, that should come back. And yeah, everything else is pretty much. If you type my name on the, any of your podcatchers, uh, I am in Coachella. multiple different things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Stephen, it was yeah. so great talking with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's actually been forever. So this is really nice to be like, this is how I don't call people. I just bully myself onto their podcast so I could talk to my friends again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on and you. you're the best. And um, I wish you a leisurely stroll full of metaphors <laughs> through, <laughs> through life and uh, the rest of your pandemic experience. For you, man. Light and black, not run past you. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. I appreciate that. The trashy pet spoken.